0: Oh hey, sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium.
1: If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, DCOMs, and music, The Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days.
0: Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with someone who was just flipped <laughs>
1: off by her co-host, Becca Stockner, and me, Hunter Martin. Or am I? Um, the reason I ask is, um, you know those AI trends that are going around recently.
0: <laughs> yeah. What
1: if I? What if this isn't me? AI podcast <laughs> host. They—they're getting what is what is that video? It's getting weird.
0: <laughs> it's getting scary. It's getting out scary. Here.
1: Um, because that's all my FYP on TikTok are AI covers. Yeah. They'll be like the one I saw recently, keeping in theme with Disney Channel stars. Miley Cyrus. AI version of Miley Cyrus singing easy on me by Adele. <laughs> ah! I didn't send it to you. It kinda but all the comments are like She needs to cover this. This is great with her voice. Like only, only the real Miley can get that that twang. AI wishes. Have you seen those? I have not. I've mostly just seen
0: you know like the AI art and the AI. Like I had an AI write a conversation between this. Yeah, where do you? I had an AI write an Olive Garden commercial. Where do you
1: do that? I want to do one. Chat GPT. Chat GPT.
0: Apparently that's what the streets are saying.
1: I don't um
0: I don't really mess with that stuff.
1: Why are you afraid of it? Too busy playing the Sims, my guy. So you you like That's all I've been doing lately. You like AI (laughs) just in a different way. I guess. Maybe okay, what is it again for all the listeners? Chat GPT?
0: I mean don't quote me on this. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna um make an AI version of you and <laughs> <laughs> make you say all nice things about me because that will for sure be fake just kidding um, well if you keep flipping me off when we stop, start I, it, I, it, there's it no proof. there's no proof <laughs> you can't prove anything <laughs> there is,
0: I was recording this
1: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> guess there is well I have some proof of some good Disney World one stories to get into
0: oh yeah we're busy bitches we're with the busy. news alright
1: time machine all right uh let's get into it mm-hmm, okay first story i think let's just deep dive into it uh cole sprouse um was on an episode of <sighs> call her daddy and they talked about various things um everything that he's well one before the podcast <sighs> even dropped he was getting roasted on social media rightfully so
0: oh, because nothing matters more than the fact that cole sprouse is chain smoking indoors in that interview why the entire time looking so silly
1: and i <laughs> listened to the podcast so you don't have to and it's a Thank video you. podcast so it plays the entire video on your phone or whatever device you're looking and he's he has like a um an ashtray on <laughs> the arm of the chair and he's like Yep. And so sometimes he'll talk into the microphone, but then turn away like this because he's doing like he's in the ashtray. Um, but, of course, they touched on a lot of things uh, growing up um, with his twin brother, losing his mom losing custody of them and living with their dad. Um, um, Riverdale. Troy which is never. Right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Riverdale. And, of course, being on Disney Channel. So the main thing I wanted to talk about... Um, with discussing this was the disney channel aspect um because the um, host asked who was your friend group in disney who did you hang out with and do you still talk to them so this is what cole sprouse had to say um cole sprouse said about his friend group in the disney channel run he said he said i was horrible i was a really angry kid (laughs) um i was an atheist at the time and all the kids on Disney were pretty much Christian, so I was like really getting off to like the debates, and I was just very annoying, and I was poking the bear at them. Uh, I'm imagining like ten year old
0: sweater vest Cole Sprouse squeaking at Miley Cyrus, being like,
1: "So this is the picture that is with the article, and this is exact, and this is exactly what uh, was happening during the time." The picture, yeah. the picture is bowl-cut Sprouse twins and Miley Cyrus, who's five feet taller than them. And then, you know, that was when Miley, you know, was very Christian at the time. Um, And little Cole Sprouse was, you know, poking holes and all the things. He said people got, um, in that Disney group, got along better with Dylan than they did uh, Cole.
0: She's not a Christian!
1: Which I I thought it was just very funny that... Yeah. Just, like... (laughs) bowl cut Cole Sprouse was like so how is it possible to turn water into wine (laughs) and Miley was like oh well my daddy (laughs) said he also just talked about he had a great experience on Sweet Life he he said that that show saved him and his brother um and what financially and just kind of gave them the stability that they were looking for I mean then once he she later on she asked about his relationship with the girl he used to date on Riverdale,
0: Lily Ryan, like, which I think went on for like forty minutes. Didn't I it? think it
1: went on for like four years, like a good amount of time.
0: <laughs> Him talking about, oh, oh, about oh, their oh, oh Yeah,
1: that was like a good part of the interview. Uh, but when you <laughs> mentioned when he mentioned when they mentioned Riverdale, his facial expression was like he was getting more flashbacks.
0: I'd imagine so. And I was talking to you about this yesterday, but I was like, I imagine the whole cast of Riverdale must have like complete brain rot from starting their show in a place of like, this is Archie Comics, but dark and it's a murder mystery to reaching, we all have superpowers and we've done seven
1: musicals. Mm -hmm. Like, what? He also talked about his first sexual experience, which I really didn't need to know. (sighs) Especially, I can't, especially the age. Because then he said his age, and then I'm imagining what he looked like at the time and you know I was like I don't need to know this what was going on I just can't take anything
0: he says seriously when he's changed like that Um,
1: yeah indoors indoors he
0: looks like he's giving the vibes that he just like ordered an almond croissant from a bakery and he's like
1: yeah about to
0: spend the day in Paris
1: yeah I mean he's very he uses a lot of big words he's very he's a very intellectual guy I think but just very, I don't know. I want you to listen to it and I want to get your full thoughts. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. All right. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. This one I know is going to get you frustrated because you already texted me about it because you were so very, very, very frustrated about it. Um, <laughs> it is all about Hillary Duff and how I met your father, and of course, Lizzie McGuire. The tease. The tease to end all teases. Uh, The Lizzie McGuire revival never happened, and so, no, we're still not over it, but Hilary Duff's iconic teen character was still brought back to TV recently thanks to How I Met Your Father. Um, In a clip of the episode A Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Valentine's Day, the How I Met Your Mother spinoff aired a short flashback scene of what Sophie, played by Hilary Duff, calls her worst Valentine's Day experience. And the show used footage from the actor's former Disney Channel comedy, um, Lizzie McGuire, on their Valentine's Day episode called First Kissed. Uh, Showrunners of How Met Your Father tell... um, Entertainment Weekly, which is where I'm reading this, uh, that the idea to use old Liz McGuire footage um, on the comedy came straight from the episode's writer. We all loved it. But the first thing we had to do was immediately fire off a text to Hillary and be like, how do you feel about this? Um, and of course, she she's the best. And if she thinks it's funny, she's totally on board. It took her all of 10 seconds to be like, yeah, obviously, we have to do that. They said it's so easy because Liz McGuire was a Disney Channel show, and we work for Walt Disney Television now, uh, so it's all the same big corporate umbrella that makes it all very seamless. Uh, The showrunners laugh at how using Liz McGuire footage is their way of giving fans some kind of justice to the canceled Disney Plus uh, revival, and they said, yeah, we can kind of give people a tiny taste of what they didn't get with that reboot. We just try and give everybody, everybody, every experience they can ever dream of. That was really fun to do.
0: Yeah, when I dreamed of the Lizzie McGuire reboot, I dreamed of stock footage. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I, I just the way this article is written sounds like a confirmation. This is the that nail it's never in going the to happen, and that this is all we're ever going to get. And that, like the way Hillary has been talking about it, didn't lead me. I don't relief. know.
1: Maybe they don't know things. Maybe this article was written a long time ago, and they were just.
0: They just can't keep stringing me along. Like this. at least
1: Laleen will get something, because she was in the clip that they used. She'll get a
0: check in the so middle. that's
1: good. So I'm sure Laleen was like, "Yes, finally." Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I think it's funny. I think it's like a really nod. but Hillary knows what that will. Hillary knows what that. Yeah. What, what that ensues? I mean, the
0: pe- the people were foaming at the mouth.
1: Yeah, it's a great idea. I think I would have enjoyed it more if the there was no reboot in. Ever talks. Ever yeah, regrets. if it was just a funny thing, that I would have been like. Also
0: opens like wormholes of time and connects two universes, right. and now implies that Lizzie grew up and changed her name.
1: It is. It is now <laughs> under a different moniker, <laughs> and doesn't talk to any of her family or friends, and has new family and friends, which I guess <laughs> is relatable. Maybe that was the reboot's intent. Maybe you never know. At the the final episode of How I Met Your Father, Hillary Duff wakes up and- Stop. No, no, it, it's the cartoon. She goes, Ugh, can you believe it? That's what I think I'm going to be when I'm 30. So, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just annoying. Uh, can you imagine if they strung
0: us along for like five, six years, however long this damn show goes? And at the very end, they're like, surprise, this <laughs> was the Lizzie McGuire reboot all along. Gordo
1: goes, wake up, Lizzie, you're late for school.
0: I, My brain would probably explode, like
1: physically. I, I can't think of any other reaction I would have to that. Okay, well, I want to hear your initial reactions about this next story. Um, so, as you know, we record these and drop these on Friday. So this story is like, hi, from the future. Was this a good uh, special? Was the album good? I hope it was. So Disney Plus will celebrate Miley Cyrus's forthcoming eighth studio album with a special event titled Miley Cyrus Endless Summer Vacation, Backyard Sessions. Miley Cyrus serves as, as executive producer on the music focused special from Disney branded television. Which, which will feature songs from the album. The special is set to premiere on Friday, March 10th, and will feature Cyrus performing songs from Endless Summer Vacation, including her recent single, Flowers, seven additional tracks from the album, one of her cha- chart-topping classic hits, and her performance with Rufus Wainwright. Um, the Backyard Sessions are a series that Cyrus began in 2012 for her fans. There's a lot of layers to this story, I think.
0: The sleeping giant has awoken once more. Who? Miley Cyrus. Oh.
1: <laughs> so, obviously, when this episode drops, we would already hear the album, mm-hmm. already have seen the special. Mm-hmm. So, let's just talk about, one, what we, because we can't really talk about, like, I wonder what's going to happen, because by the time people listen to this, they've probably seen it and heard it. So, what do you think, um, the implications of working with Disney again? <laughs> I'm shocked. That was crazy. I'm truly shocked. I mean, it was trending. Like, Disney Plus, Miley Cyrus was trending all day. Yeah.
0: It's wild because, like, I mean, we just spoke on, like, the Scandals episode earlier this year. And it kind of seems like when Miley and Disney parted ways, things were tense. (laughs) Things were tense with the mouse. (laughs) To say the least. So, very interesting that she's... Walking back through the door, very interesting that she announced um, a special, a new single, and a video, all within the last like seven days. I'm sure we're
1: getting it. We're gonna get. I mean, the album drops midnight Friday, mm-hmm. so tomorrow, so Thursday, there's an announcement on Thursday, so it's gonna be something. Um, I know.
0: But she, it just feels like she's been doing nothing for so long. And that flowers did get dethroned on the Billboard charts. It's number That's two That's why now. she said, let me announce the
1: stuff. She was like, uh, I'm scared. Disney, quick. <laughs> I think it's a great way to remind people she has an album coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I think it plays into the, the nostalgia. Because people were like, is she going to talk about Hannah Montana? And she is confirmed to, um, and you'll find this out already, uh, in, from the future, uh, but, um, she's singing the climb. I wanted yeah. some- so we put it on our Instagram stories. One, do you think now that Miley Cyrus is doing this special for Disney plus, are we finally getting a song, a Hannah Montana song? A lot of people say yes. Why? There's a reason this is not on Netflix or Hulu or, um, I don't know. It, NBC? NBC. Cause I guess that contract's over. Um, And then it was revealed that she's singing The Climb, which. Basic. Yes, because she already sings The Climb. It's a great song. I got nerve. Right. Where's Nobody's Perfect? (laughs) I wanted like a deep cut. I mean, I think this is the only song she'll ever do from that time. That because one, it's a great it's a great song. I you know. know, um, and it's, but
0: it's just like I've heard it, it's like I've been there, I've done that. You've been doing it on your tour, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, it's not like I haven't just seen you sing this song, yeah.
1: Um, but I think it's just kind of like not to be funny, the best of both worlds, uh, give something for the Hannah Montana fans, but also like not have to do, I don't know, pumping up the party. I saw people
0: on Twitter saying that this special is going to feature an 11 minute segment that has like a bunch of Hannah Montana cast members returning. Plus Hannah, like Miley in the Hannah wig, and I'm like, "Are you delusional? Are you <laughs> out of your you mind? Could you
1: imagine? Could you as- transition from flowers? you hear, oh oh oh. Y'all, come on!
0: Because well, first of all, Miley and Billy Ray are beefing. So, so that's not gonna happen. Will not, he will not be appearing. Mitchell Musso has his own single, drank to promote. Okay, so he's not gonna be there. Emily,
1: Emily Osment. Emily on Young Sheldon. I guess
0: she she could stop by.
1: Jason Earls is waiting for the call.
0: Jason Earls is booked and busy at Disney already, so you know he'd just have to hop over the lot.
1: And Moises Arias, Miley has him blocked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moises Arias is not allowed on. Could the you Disney imagine
1: <laughs> the only like Hannah Montana thing they could pull together was Miley and Moises Arias? <laughs> so it's like a scene of her going to the surf shop, and that's it.
0: They're like, we're gonna recreate that scene where she kisses Rico.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one scene. That one time.
0: I, or they are they finally explain um, how Rico could fit a whole uh, snow cone machine and a monkey's rainforest ecosystem yeah. in his locker? Maybe they'll give that explanation to mm-hmm. us.
1: Um, I'm exci- I think this is a great move. Gives us something to watch. Are you going to listen to the album first and then the special, or special then the, the album? The
0: special comes out at one o'clock Friday afternoon. Yes. So the album will be available in the morning. So I'll definitely be listening to that. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Exciting, exciting. Eee, it feels real if, now, kind of. <laughs> um, all right. Well, again, we hope it's good. We'll, we'll give you our full review next episode. Yeah. Um, but we're not, ta- that's the end of Disney 411. But we're not talking about future Miley in this episode, are we?
0: We're not even really talking about Miley at all. No, not really. I mean, we are because March is the month of Miley. So we are covering all things Miley Cyrus and the Disney Channel, and some things even not on the Disney Channel, uh, in anticipation of the month of Miley in 2023 with her new album coming out. But we are talking about an album today, and this is...
1: (laughs) You were so confused.
0: (laughs) We'll have to get into that later. Yes. But Disney Channel scammed me for years <laughs> and I just now found out about it today. But we are talking about the very first Hannah Montana album, the Hannah Montana um, original soundtrack.
1: Yeah, it dropped October 24th, 2006. And I think it's just very serendipitous that this episode drops um, the day Miley Cyrus's latest album drops. And this is the very first proper album that Miley Cyrus ever lent her voice to. Um, yeah, she was on Disney Mania. It's the first Hannah Montana album, so you have all the hits. You have Best of Both Worlds. You have uh, Who Said, Just Like You, Puppin' Up the Party, all those classics. And then, um, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, like Becca, there's a little like little fine print um, on this album, and it says, Songs From And, inspired by the hit TV series. So what does that mean, you ask? Um, so, along with Han Montana, we have songs from Jesse McCartney, Everlife, oh. um, the- <laughs> War Flashbacks, Wha- uh, the Click Five, <laughs> and B Five. So, this is so when
0: I thought this whole time that songs from and inspired by meant that either like the song was written about the show or that it made an appearance at some point on the show, and here I found out today that Disney is just throwing these songs around willy-nilly, like putting a song that is canonically from That's So Raven on the Wizards of Waverly mm-hmm. Place soundtrack. They've been doing all this under my nose for years. Yeah. And I just now found out today at the ripe young age of 26.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also noted that this is the only Hannah Montana album that is that says songs from and inspired. Because after the first season, they were like, oh, well, now we know this is a hit. We can make a full album of just Hannah Montana songs, yeah. and it's going to sell. So this is the only album that does not that features other artists other than Hannah Montana, uh, which I think is um, very telling. Um, But, you know, a little history of the Hannah Montana soundtrack. So, of course, Hannah Montana, the soundtrack received general generally favorable reviews from music critics who appreciated its overall production. It debuted at number one. On the US Billboard 200 with first week sales. What? Are you shocked? <laughs> A little. Yes, uh, with first week sales of 281,000 copies. In doing so, it became Miley Cyrus's first number one album, the first television soundtrack to reach the top position on the chart, and the fourth soundtrack from The Walt Disney Company to debut in top 10 of the Billboard 200.
0: And now High School Musical is another one. Yeah.
1: Um, it's- the album became triple platinum, um, and Hannah Montana- What? Yeah. And it beat "By chemical Romance, The Black Parade. That's the two albums that were competing for number one.
0: <laughs> there are two wolves inside of me right now.
1: <laughs> and, um, and because this album debuted at number one, Miley Cyrus became the youngest female artist to have an album debuted at number 1 cuz she was 13. Yeah. And in some of these songs you can tell. <laughs> I don't know, all the all these songs you can tell she was 13. The
0: Walt Disney Company has so many surprises in the bag for I me to know.
1: Today. I know, I <laughs>
0: know. Wow.
1: Now you thinking Miley's Hannah Montana flopped at the gate? I
0: didn't think it flopped. I just didn't think it debuted at number 1. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe Hannah Montana Two did that because Hannah Montana Two is where the hits really start cooking. <laughs> this is like a this is like you're turning on the oven.
1: Yeah, and you're waiting. This is the preheat. The decade end of the Billboard 200, Top Two Hundred so two thousand and nine, uh, the position was at number eighty four. Wow. Decade end charts. <laughs> yep. So three times platinum. Um, so do you? What do we remember about the Hannah Montana soundtrack? And I guess season one music. I guess you should say.
0: Not much. Um, I know I've said before, when Hannah Montana came out, I, for some reason, was like, ah! and I decided I didn't like it, and I wouldn't watch it, and I wouldn't listen to anything related to it, and it just made me madder because it was popular. So, not many, like, young me memories with these, Um, other than a couple of the songs being the background music for Hotshot Photo Pro, so when I hear certain <laughs> moments of some of these songs, like I get tightness in my chest thinking that I have
1: to snap another photo of Billy Ray or I'm out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, <laughs> I just remember the songs are from the show, so by the time you got the soundtrack you yeah. already knew um, the songs, so I think that's an extra selling point. Um, and I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they Disney struck gold a little Hannah Montana. A little Miley Cyrus. Oh, they did. And we... Wa- they struck gold
0: with money, and they struck gold with just character and pluck, because we watched some videos for this, too. Yeah, that uh, like, different things I'll that I'll have they, some things to say about. ...that they did
1: to promote the album. So I'm going to... Before we get into the tracks, I do want to talk about how they promoted the album. And in the yeah. early career, Miley Cyrus would plop that wig on her head... And go to various places to perform as yeah. Hannah Montana. Uh, like like the talk so sh- circuit, which I think is so interesting.
0: Because they introduce her as Miley Cyrus because that's technically who she is. Mm-hmm. But then she's on the stage in the blonde wig. Well, they go,
1: now here to sing I Got Nerve, it's Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana.
0: Well, that's not what Regis Philbin Well,
1: said. what? <laughs> Regis Philbin was having some trouble.
0: Hunter sent me a video of Miley as Hannah performing I Got Nerve on was it Regis and Kelly? Yeah, And Regis (laughs) Regis Pilgrim introduces her and he says Hiley Cyrus and And Kelly's like no Miley Cyrus (laughs) and he goes Miley (laughs) Cypress
1: and then it cuts to like Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana beginning to perform and you hear Kelly and Regis Philbin just cracking up <laughs> off screen, and just imagine being a thirteen-year-old kid, and you can hear the host laughing at butchering your name.
0: I'd be like, "It is seven a.m."
1: Oh, I, I can't imagine <laughs> doing all these things at thirteen. I remember how I was so like shy and didn't want to do anything at thirteen. So I can't imagine doing all this stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, her backing vocalists on the Regis performance were also shy. Yeah. Because when they come in, they're like,
1: eh. they. And and when the performance ends, Regis still messes Miley's name up. <laughs> She's like, it's okay. It's okay.
0: We also watched uh, a Disney 365 where Miley Cyrus, Emily Osment, and Mitchell Musso were all at Typhoon Lagoon in Disney World like signing autographs all day. And then Miley did a concert as Hannah that night. And you could tell the wig was melting onto her head. And all those dancers were so hot and tired. Well,
1: Emily Osman asks, like, what do you want to do? Uh, what do you want to do now? And she goes, oh, I just really want to get into that pool.
0: Yeah, Miley's like, I want to be in the water. <laughs> get her some water. She's dehydrated up also there. had... They also had Emily Osment and Mitchell Musso out there in those like turtleneck swim shirts. Well, you can't show. They it. do say So Hot Summer yeah. on them, though. So I was like, mm, wish I could cough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, you can't show any skiing.
0: Oh, no, of course. It's, it's, it's
1: like at a church pool party.
0: <laughs> it was so funny, too, when the interviewer was interviewing just um, Emily Osment and Mitchell Musso. And he's like, do you guys ever hang out? And they're like, mm, I mean, we, like, mm, not really the two of us, but uh, we're here at Typhoon Lagoon.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have, like, so they also have Emily Osmond and Mitchell Musso asking Miley questions.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Which, like,
1: you can tell, like, <laughs> producers fed them. Be like, so, like, yeah. what song do you like to perform, Miley? <laughs> um, I also, like, watched the Disney 365 one. They're basically the same thing. Um, but the interviewer yeah. is like, so, Hannah, how would you like your concert? I said... <laughs> Now you're referring to her as Hannah. I know Miley's like, Mother, my name is Molly Cyrus. She's like, I'm going to take that wig off and run into that wife right now. <laughs> With my wig <laughs> cap on. And leave you guys suck us to dry.
0: I also, the concert was clearly all just lip sync. Oh. Because she has a she has like an over the ear, like pop star mic on, but it's not anywhere near her mouth. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, her throat was dry. Because <laughs> she was overheating. I mean, yeah, you can. You can tell that they waited until it was more like overcast and late in the day to actually like do. Before we get into the 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 tracks, should we talk about Hannah Montana's backstage pass?
0: This thing that I (laughs) realized I remembered when I saw the intro. Yeah, where the door opens and she was like, Yeah,
1: it was so you get a journey on Miley Cyrus. Uh, touring for the first time as Hannah Montana, and it's like intercut with what she does behind the scenes and all that great stuff. She's and she, at this time she's opening up for the Cheetah Girls, um, and Vanessa Hudgens and all those people. And the way, the the set that Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana has is literally just like a poster of the logo on both yeah. sides of the stage, and that's it. Um, but there was one. You were saying Miley Cyrus has not changed the way she talks. Mm. Hmm. What what was an instance that made you think that?
0: I just the way that she just goes on oh, yeah, and rambles. on and on and like she's always just been so quirky, girl. Like there's a scene where she's showing off her
1: bunk. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> she's like, "Here's my Elvis blanket that I sleep with cuz you gotta remember the king." <laughs> 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 and she's like showing off a bunk full of Flushies and the whole time in this video she has in the most obvious like weave from Claire's <laughs> that I've ever ever seen it's like this wrong color the wrong length the wrong style girl I know I've been there there's I one, bought the clip in piece too it's okay there was
1: one part where she's like so we don't got any good food on the bus my mom is in this healthy <laughs> gig
0: Yes, she does. She goes gross. was like, trying to show the people how the automatic door opens and closes and Billy raised in the <laughs> back room and she's like, daddy, I'm gonna lock you in here a second. And he's just like, okay. Uh, this is what happens when you give Hillbillies money. <laughs> um, oh, the point where she like, she's showing them the dressing room and she walked in and just went, that's my wig.
1: <laughs> it was so funny. Me after I listened to plastic hearts for the first time. <laughs> that's
0: my wig. <laughs> There's a promo moment where her brother is watching <laughs> Phil of the Future and on the scares him. She, yeah, she's like, I'm going to scare my <laughs> brother. <laughs> it's very, like, I mean, if you know Miley, you know what we mean. Also, all these videos are readily available on YouTube yeah, if you want to. Yeah, HD, figure too. Figure out what we're, what we're laughing about. Well, so the, the only thing that's not in HD was the Hannah Montana like, music video performances we watched. Oh, yeah. Those are one pixel
1: apiece. <laughs> Some of them are on HD. I think two of them are, but... Because two of them are on, like, the Disney
0: Vivo. Yeah,
1: and I, yeah, but, and the rest of them weren't. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll talk about those music videos if we have anything to say as we go track by track. Um, but I did yeah. just want to touch upon those videos we watched of how they promoted this oh, of album. Of course. Um, they were,
0: I was hooting and hollering <laughs> watching those. There's
1: my wig. <laughs> she talks there's about that wig. dang wig all the time.
0: She does. I mean, why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Part- the
0: plasticine is melting into your head and down your face every night.
1: Uh, you know, this is an expensive wig, too.
0: Oh, it has to be.
1: Snow Party City wig.
0: For all that they're putting it through. <laughs> I know. Um.
1: Oh, yeah, but you you before we move on, when Miley scares her brother, he's watching Phil of the Future.
0: Yeah.
1: And he, he like, she goes, I'm going to scare my brother. <laughs> Uh, was I didn't I don't remember. Was Noah did Noah feature in any of that? I did not see Noah mm, anywhere. She was too young. I, you saw Tish. You
0: saw Billy Ray, of and you saw the key the players. The key
1: players. All right. So I think enough of behind the scenes and how they promoted it. Let's look let's at, get on to the scenes. Let's look at what this album is all about. So yes. we'll do track by track, and let's get started with. I mean. Exactly. You hear those drum beats, and you know exactly what's happening. This reshaped pop culture and continues Mm -hmm. to do so to this day. Track one opens with the best of both worlds, which is obviously um, Miley Cyrus's, Hannah Montana's signature, one of her signature songs, because it is her theme song. It was the only song that the little girls at the concerts knew the words to. Yeah, because that's the one you hear every day. Well, it's the theme song. But it's not it wasn't considered the official theme song. they had some other options. um so the best of both worlds, just like you and um what's the other one that was the other side of me were considered the theme songs before they decided that best of both worlds that
0: makes sense because I was wondering why there were three songs on
1: here that are same story different font there are a lot there are a lot a lot of this album is about having stardom stardom, but having, like, I'm just a regular girl, too.
0: Yeah. So, it's like, if, a, if if I listened to an artist and they had five songs on one album that were about living a double life, I'd be like, hmm. hmm.
1: Yeah. And, like, <laughs> these are the songs that, in the context of the show, are used on the show. Yeah. So I'm, like, thinking when Hannah Montana goes on a radio show, and they're like, so what is the song Best of Both Worlds about? Like, what got inspired by it? She's like, um, uh... Well, you see <laughs> I'm just <laughs> you know <laughs> gotta go, go. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of the theme of this album of that.
0: I do love the lyrics to Best of Both Worlds though when you closer examine them and realize that like while she has her own set of problems, she gets all the perks of fame without any of the usual drawbacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean that you- are like being recognized and Yeah,
1: I mean you get the limo out front. Wow. Uh, hottest styles, every shoe, every color.
0: And when you're famous, it can be kind of fun.
1: But it's really you, no one ever discovers. Like, she's clearly saying, like, what is this supposed to be like when country stars, like, sing, like, when Reba sings Fancy? Um, and that song's about a pro- I th-
0: Fancy feels like a story to
1: me. No, but like, when what, Reba what sings I, a song about What Fancy's I'm saying story. is, you know, country songs, like, sometimes yeah. they tell a story where it doesn't have anything to do with you. Like, Reba was never a prostitute. Mm Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So maybe Miley's like, oh, I just got inspired about like, what if someone like lived a double life like a superhero, but instead of a superhero, um, it's a pop star. And of course, we're talking about in the reality of the show, issues that yeah, was ever asked like, course. of course, the fans know, <laughs> the real fans But then of, of course, there'd
0: be a paparazzi photo that, be, that would be like, Hannah Montana taking off a wig? <laughs> like, there's no actual universe in which... <laughs> Hannah Montana doesn't show her cracks right away the way Miley behaves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Orlando Bloom? Barry of the Time. Who what would the what would be the celebrity that would get the shout out if this was out in twenty twenty three? Harry Styles. Oh, of course. Is that Harry <laughs> Styles? What actor?
0: What actor? Yeah.
1: Harry Styles is a good one though.
0: Harry Styles technically an actor. Oh yeah. Technically, an technically,
1: actor. technically, Harry Styles. I I like that one. Harry Styles is the new Orlando Bloom in um, Best <laughs> is of the
0: Styles. <laughs> is that Harry Styles? This is just one. The instrumental, like the n-na, n-na, in the background of this is like the one that gives me the worst war flashbacks
1: to Hotshot Photo Pro. Like, all I can think of is like, God damn it!
0: I got to get this shot, or I'm not going to be the photo pro.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So when they were inspired to make the music of Hannah Montana. Um, the artists that they were looking for inspiration at the time were a blend of country but coming at it from pop style. So artists like Shania Twain, Faith, Faith Hill, Carrie Underwood, who were on the pop side of country, and then artists like Pink, Kelly Clarkson, and Madonna. So they were kind of making, you know, a Frankenstein version of those it artists. a
0: little too edgy for <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> at least she used to be back in that day.
1: Mm-hmm. well at first they were like let's just um do rock like hannah montana is going to be a rock star like full-on like she is yeah but you know more rock-centric music um and then yeah. some some and then once miley cyrus was cast we we're like well she has like kind of this country twang let's make her like a country pop star
0: i feel like there's a good mix more so across the board of hannah montana but even in this album too of, not so much rock on this album but there's a little bit of like funky yeah, yeah. um a little bit of country a little bit of pop
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: no hip-hop just yet
1: yeah they said a lot of the songs especially in that first season were about the character and pop star lifestyles and then the dual life thing the theme song obviously spoke directly to that and then the pop star stuff was about the fantasy like if we were a movie pumping up the party and those kinds of fun songs drove season one. Um, And then they said, as the seasons went on, that's when you get um, different, like love songs and all this stuff. I'm reading an article that the music executives at Disney um, gave um, for the Montana 15th anniversary. And they're talking about the music. So if I, if you ever hear uh, me like giving those tidbits, that's where this is from. So do we like, does best of both worlds stand on its own? Without yeah, it being the theme song. Do we like it just because it was grained in our heads every week?
0: No, I think out of the three that you mentioned, that one is by far the best.
1: Yes, but what I'm saying, is it top album?
0: Yes. I mean,
1: it was ranked. Miley Cyrus did uh, Rolling Stone. Well, the Rolling
0: Stone article that we talked about, I think,
1: last week. Yeah.
0: Was number 50 on the top best Miley Cyrus songs. And
1: I will say... I think, I don't have the article, but Rolling Stone ranked the best um, fake songs from artists in <laughs> yeah. movies and TV. And Best of Both Worlds, I think, was in the top 10.
0: I mean, it's great. I think my only gripe with it is that this version doesn't end with a ha ha ha
1: yeah Yeah. Well, because that's ingrained into my brain. Like, I need yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure I this is probably the song she sang the most out of all the Hannah Montana songs. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. And then she redid it. When she got a little bit older. Because her voice, the older Miley Cyrus gets, the more her voice changes. So they definitely had to... Because they said they they started recording the album, which was about like 12, 13. Yeah, that's insane. So. All right. So best of both worlds. Strong start to the album, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you always have to have a strong start. Mix it all together. Mix it all together. All right. So on to track number two, which is Who Said... Was this one
0: recorded like earlier in the process?
1: There are some where you can definitely hear a different
0: because this one just sounds like kind of less produced,
1: oh really, even
0: than some of the other ones like it just it feels very bare bones like it's just kind of vocal instrument and not much else, yeah, and she just like sounds she like, sounds it just feels young. like it feels like the first cut,
1: yeah, there are definitely songs where they film they when she was 12, and I think there were some songs where she's actually 13, because you can kind of tell the difference in her voice a little bit. Um, yeah. I like Who Said, or Who Says, whatever it's called. I'm
0: not saying I did. <laughs> she, she gives us the Joe Jonas, ow! Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Who Says is all about, who says I can't be all these things? Some things I'm like, there's a, you can't. Who says I can't be 10 feet tall? That's what I'm saying. You can't be. The doctor. The doctor, your bones. <laughs> You're the size of you're, science. Your pant, your pant length. Medicine. <laughs> yeah, free clothing designer. Ever. Yeah, like president. Okay, uh, ten feet Superman tall. Superman. Fiction, fictional. <laughs> you can write for Superman. You can dress up. Maybe she's talking about Halloween. Who said I can't be Superman? <laughs> Nobody I Billy guess, Ray, if you want <laughs> Billy Ray's like, "Well, Miley, well, gosh, I guess if you want to be Superman Miley.
0: that bad, <laughs> go get go your get costume it. from the Dollar Tree. What do you think
1: so you so this is one of the mu- one they have music videos for, and it's just just her and uh just singing: I mean
0: all of the music videos, quote unquote, were just the Hannah Montana performances from the show yeah. pretty much.
1: Um, and do you want to know a little behind the scenes of those concerts? Of the Hannah oh, Montana of concerts, of so they were obviously filmed before one Hannah Montana episode dropped, because they had to have all mm-hmm. those in the can to edit them in, um, and so, um, and where am I? Hold on. Um. Okay. So say. So, so for marketing campaign this is from the article uh leading up to season one we filmed a concert with miley at in glendale and they put out the word on radio disney if you want to be on the next disney channel show come down and see a new concert so people showed up and we gave them Ooh. signs like chicago loves hannah montana and los Angeles loves hannah montana um so you could film the audience and make it look like there were in different spaces and so that so we set her up as a real pop star through the marketing campaign like who is Hannah Montana? Um, We shot four or five songs that Miley had pre-recorded, so we could cut footage into the first season and make it look um, like she's like in the Staples Center. She's in Madison Square Garden and all that great stuff. Um, And people say Hannah and Hannah. And they said Miley was living it. She rocked the house and everybody was like, we cast the right girl. (laughs) <laughs> she just grabbed the bull by the horns, and the kid was never lacking confidence. And they said the audience got really invested in the performance and in her music. And they've never seen an episode of Hannah Montana. And I'm sure a lot of them were like, we're going
0: to be on TV! But yeah, of course.
1: That would be bizarre. That's so fun. That would be like a fun fact being like, I was in the first ever Hannah Montana concert before any episodes aired. Who says I like I? I feel like it's one of my favorites off this one. I think sure. it's okay. Yeah. When she says that. Who said?
0: <laughs> Her twang does come through extra this hard. This is probably the, of the most
1: twangy Miley's Hannah Montana at least sounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who said? Come on. <laughs> Hannah Montana, I there's a lot of like,
0: yeah, come on. Oh, yeah. Which like, I'm- Hannah Montana cannot let the last three seconds of her song be silent. Yeah. <laughs> she just has to go. She has to
1: have Whoa! a- Yeah, she has to have a button. She has to be like- Come on! Yeah, she'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah! Come on. Daddy, that's right. <laughs> Woo! So, should we go to the next one?
0: Who said we can't?
1: I say, I say, I know we can. Wait, do you remember the episode of Hannah Montana where Dolly Parton sings this? <laughs> and it's course. silence, and all of a sudden Dolly goes, Who says? Who says? <laughs> and then Billy Ray joins and he goes, Who said? Who said? So this one has is Dolly Parton improved. This song is. It
0: is Dolly Parton improved.
1: So just like you, this is,
0: this is Best of Both Worlds Light to me
1: this is best of both worlds the slow jam Mm-hmm. um yeah yeah she's got basically what she's saying in the song is i got everything i ever wanted but remember i'm still just like you
0: Can't it's giving the um, the couple of moments on Ashley Tisdale's album where she was like, "I'm so famous, but also just a normal girl."
1: Right, but at least with my, at least with Hannah Montana, she goes, "But no one knows I'm a normal girl."
0: Yeah, she says, "I want to keep it all inside." At one point, which I was like,
1: mm, "But nine it, out
0: of ten therapists would not recommend that you do that." Yeah,
1: and she's like, "By the what is it? By the time I got my name in lights, the other half I'm by your side." Yeah. So, I don't understand that, but okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. That is crazy that a four, a 13-year-old is doing all this.
0: I know. This is a little bit too dull to be the theme song. I yeah, think.
1: yeah. Like, I can't imagine, like, stock footage of the show and says, like, starring Miley Cyrus. You just hear, so yeah, yeah. It needs to be, like, it needs to hit. So, I think that's what yeah. best of both worlds. Like, those drums, like you were saying. Anything? Ah. Uh, just like Not you. Really. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it is one of the bottom Hannah Montana songs on this album for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. The most annoying song? Pump <gasps> It At The Party. <gasps> okay.
0: I So when it started, I was like, ooh, like, so funky. Like, this is fun. It's different. And then, like, I think it's just too repetitive and it goes on for too long.
1: <laughs> Don't laugh. But. Okay. <laughs> I know Disney Channel is for kids and, like, young teens and teens, yeah, whatever. Yeah, of course. This is the most kiddish song in this whole entire album. <laughs> I, and and the music video concert footage is the same way. It is. It's so kiddy. Is it, like, this? So you're all in pajamas <laughs> Pajama t-
0: Party-esque?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And... So when
0: you're talking, when you're speaking of pumping up the party, if you look at the lyrics, it's like, we're going out, it's a crime to leave your friends at home, this is like Hannah Montana, Break My Soul, Kids
1: Pop. <laughs> They're a renaissance. And then
0: you see the music video and it's like, oh no, we're just going to someone's house and we're going to be made to go to bed at 9pm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not the party I thought it was
1: pumping up. And they do something, the production on this one, they do something weird with her voice.
0: They do. It's
1: AI. It's AI.
0: It's kind of, her voice kind of fades into the background over the... Yeah.
1: It doesn't sound like Miley was in the studio for this. It was just the chorus, people.
0: <laughs> she was in the next room.
1: Yeah. She was. And they forgot to mix it. She, she was filming.
0: <laughs> I do love the line, parents might not understand having fun without a plan. Right. Parents might not understand.
1: We're all here and then obviously you
0: Let's go! This is the other one that this instrumental is ingrained into my brain because of that damn photography game.
1: Earth Wind and Fire. There funk. is
0: a little bit of Earth Wind and Fire yeah. on this album. Like Funk it tell.
1: It kind of sounds like a little bit. A very low-grade Hannah of Montana song for me. It's okay. Yeah. So Let's keep pumping up the party. I feel like we're going all through these, but um, some are more important than others. If we were a movie, I think is a very big. This is the one I remember my older sister loving. Oh, this is this song is so me coded. Ooh, what does that mean?
0: Me coded, (laughs) like it's it's like about me or like it's something that I would do. Okay, okay, okay. Like me in high school, I wrote stuff like this. Like I wrote a song that was like you're reading a romance novel in class with me, and I'm reading a romance novel too, but we're not going to be together. Like, it's very, it's very bad.
1: Oh. It's kind of like you belong with me a little bit. Okay. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So this song peaked at number 47 on the Hot 100. Um, And so after that, its appearance on the Billboard Hot 100 made Miley Cyrus the first act to have six songs debut on the charts in the same week. Cause she had what other songs. Uh, best of both worlds. I got nerve. Um, some other songs that we've already talked about, and I think um, so. Like yeah, best of both worlds. Pumping up the party, maybe. Um, yep, pumping up the party is at eighty-one. Wow. Best of both worlds peaked at um, ninety-two. Let me see what else. I think I got nerve is one of them. Uh, I Got Nerve, 67.
0: Well, she was she was touring with that one. She was on the Reage and the Kel.
1: <laughs> God. Uh, this is the live that we haven't talked about yet. Um, peaked at number 83. So, basically every single hit of Montana's song. Except a few. Except a few. So, if we were a movie... Just,
0: just like you fell asleep, and who said couldn't talk its way onto the charts, but I guess everything else.
1: There's also a version later on in the show that she sings with Corbin Blue.
0: Of If You Were a Movie? Yeah.
1: Randomly. I think
0: I remember that.
1: You I love how she talks, right talks about um,
0: how her performance over the phone should win an Academy Award. What? In the second verse, she basically says, like, my performance will win an Oscar.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Of, like, how good she's doing being on the phone with this guy pretending that...
1: I just realized that same episode where where Dolly Parton sings, who says, Miley Cyrus is sulking in the back of her house singing this song.
0: Dolly left her fingerprints all over this. Dolly said, this is a
1: hit, and this is a hit. <laughs> if I feel like if We Were Movie is one of the most memorable ones from the Hannah Montana album, season one... It's, yeah, I really like it. It's one of the only non-songs that are about, I'm living a crazy life. Exactly. So like,
0: I, I think that's why, I mean, we'll get into it because we said we were going to rank the Hannah Montana songs off this album. Um, but I think the ones that I liked the best tended to be the ones that were like songs that were about other things. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is like the only Hannah Montana song that's not about, let's let's get up and have some fun. Or, well, this is my double life. i guess i got nervous kind of get up and have some fun but (laughs) that one's so crazy i like it i like if we were moving that was i well it's weirdly enough this is not nothing from season one became hannah montana's biggest hit on the billboard charts yeah but i feel like he could be the one topped like debuted at number 10 um, but I think this is, like, the precursor to he could be the well, one. Well, this was,
0: like I said, they were heating up the oven. Heating it, yeah. The baking was yet to come. <laughs> Rockstar <laughs> is still cooking.
1: <laughs> you love Hannah Montana too.
0: I really do. That's, like, the only one. Like, when Hannah Montana 2 came out, I was like, okay.
1: You're like, let me put on this wig. Let's have a hubbub.
0: <laughs> Let's have a kiki. <laughs> Let's have a Miley.
1: You're talk about I got no... The crazy, the crazy song of all time.
0: It's, it's, the chorus is electric. I really like this song.
1: Oh, gonna get what I desire.
0: I know this is, her accent does come out bad on the
1: deserve. They did
0: her dirty, right?
1: We haven't met and that's okay. Uh, Because you will be asking for me one day. Don't want to wait. In line the moment is mine believe me what who do you think she's talking to
0: a celebrity she's in line for a meet and greet for i guess
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think i don't I, know what do you think i, I just go- like
0: i just think this song is
1: about what do you think i got nervous about
0: i i couldn't tell you it, it really doesn't it's not really about anything i think it's just her making confident statements and then
1: being like yeah i, I said that is it a love song? Because at one point she goes, "You need to discover the part of you that's reaching out to me," and but then I don't think so. I don't I think know she's her about having confidence, um, and she has nerve, so she can do whatever she wants.
0: She said, "I got nerve to perform this song at every public appearance," and because that's it, the song they opened with too on the on the tour that she was on.
1: It's interesting that they chose this song to like when Miley did her public like appearances. I know.
0: Cuz this isn't one that I feel like I knew as well. well this one never before, got a concert
1: like, this one never got a concert performance. What do you mean? It never the ones I sent you were the only concert performance. They they did. So they one. never did one when she was like not opening for somebody is what you're saying. They never did one for the show. They oh. never felt they never like you know the concert start yeah, 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 okay. Did? for yeah <clears throat> for like best of both worlds and pumping up the party they never did one for i got nerve so okay. i'm wondering if that's why they just
0: maybe like
1: so we, we needed we need footage of you singing this that's why they opened it at typhoon lagoon like yeah it's this is the single now this is the, yeah this is what we're <laughs> going with eh, it's okay
0: i like it i like i got nerve
1: it's not my favorite but it's not it's like in the middle of the pack for me now, well, up next now, now, uh, now, this one, <gasps> the other side, Yeah,
0: this is. you're putting this one up there
1: before I got nerved. Yeah. I like this one. I think this one's mid, mid, mid. You're like, this is what best, bur- <laughs> this is what best. This is the what they want to be.
0: I, the auto tune moment is weird. They get for like a Kesha before Kesha yeah. auto tune moment in it.
1: This is, like, best of both worlds in a different font, like you said. It is, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This was the only track that Hannah Montana performed at her worst concert that we talked about last (laughs) week.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you could see the other side of me. Show them! Show them! (laughs) Calm the charts, that one. Uh, She showed. She did show. You don't like this
0: song? i not, I think it's okay. The other I side. think that like between this and Best of Both Worlds, like Best of Both Worlds is the obvious winner. Yeah, obvious. One of them packs a punch. This one packs like a little tap a, on the
1: cheek, a little slap. A little slap. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is just the if you if you watch the music video, she kind of does like a jazz square to begin it, like <laughs> on top of the stairs. She's like ding 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 ding. Um, <laughs> this is the one where it does sound like she's eleven. Yeah. You can, you can tell the ones that you're like, let's just record three songs of Hannah Montana just to be safe if this show goes well. And then by the time she was 13, they're like, okay, Miley, come back. We got to get, I got nerve in here.
0: Side, the other side. The other side, nobody.
1: Yeah. I like it. Definitely, I think it's okay. Definitely my top. I feel like our, our rankings are going to be
0: split hairs again. Which makes it even more fun. It's interesting. Okay, the last one of Hannah Montana's. Because there's eight Hannah Montana songs on this album, and there's 15 tracks in total. Mm -hmm. But the last Hannah Montana track is This Is The Life, which is, I guess, the ballad of the album.
1: This was the first song Miley Cyrus ever recorded as Hannah Montana. (gasps) You can tell. (laughs) Because this is the first song that was in the pilot episode. It's the only song that's in there. This is a lot. Gi yeah. She just graduated <laughs> elementary school.
0: I like it. I
1: don't care. And this is a dream.
0: It's all I
1: need. Yeah, this is like, there are no lighters at the Hannah Montana concerts, but if there were. This, this... song feels like it could have been on the Spirit's Stallion to the Cimarron soundtrack. I know you just said words, <laughs> but none of those. Spirit, the horse movie. The horse movie. I didn't know it had a subtitle stallion of the
0: cimarron
1: is that the sequel
0: no that's the subtitle of spirit
1: oh i I thought it was just spirit i remember not liking that movie because the (sighs) because like i'm like the horses need to talk that movie is everything and the horses (laughs) and the horses don't talk right
0: no they don't it's a matt damon voiceover
1: yeah i need i need the lips moving
0: they have eyebrows. That no, doesn't for matter.
1: You. No, no, doesn't matter.
0: Spirit waxed and tweezed his eyebrows just for you and you said that's not
1: enough. Yeah, I need him to brush his teeth so I can see his mouth moving up and down. So, um, Chris Williams of Entertainment Weekly described this is the life style as simultaneous mimic of the styles of Avril Lavigne, Ashley Simpson, <laughs> and Britney Spears. Which it which he felt contracted um, contradicted its lyrical theme. I didn't hear I didn't any even, Avril, any Ashley Sintour, any I didn't any get films. any of that. So what is the truth here?
0: I got squeaky little mouths. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah, are you talking I
1: got, about? I got prepubescent Miley Cyrus. This is
0: very much like pick up a CD at limited two vibes. This is not.
1: Oh, this is, hey, you want to record a song at your local mall <laughs> after you get done at the food court? <laughs> that's what it, this one is
0: I like it though it's cute
1: it's endearing I think that's what it is cause you're like I also
0: it's another hotshot photo pro moment where when you open the game you just hear this is the life and then you never hear that song again
1: <laughs> I think it's endearing because what a journey yeah this person is about to go on exactly and not us acting like we're her parents <laughs>
0: But I mean, I guess it takes on a different meaning, and it's like kind of can grow and be. Yeah, I think in it's like way.
1: knowing that sh- this twelve-year-old girl is singing this song, and look what her life literally turned into. Because
0: hold on tight, hold on real. tight.
1: Because what what was it? They were choosing between two shows of Hannah Montana, and they could have chose the other show. They could have. And I'm glad they didn't. I don't know. Or don't they could
0: even... have picked another girl and cast a random man to be her father.
1: Yeah, they could have picked Allie and AJ. As we know, there was a lot <laughs> of other options before Motley. The world would not let us forget for a good amount of time. Imagine if Hannah Montana's first song
0: recorded as Hannah Montana was Chicago! <laughs> From Daniela Monet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah
1: who yeah, was, yeah. In it was in line? Who was in line. Not to see Hannah Montana, to be Hannah Montana. To be. (laughs) Unlike us. Okay, well, so that is not the end of the album, but that was the end of all the Hannah Montana originals. And like we said before, this is the only time a Hannah Montana soundtrack, the least amount of Hannah Montana songs on it. Yeah. This is where we get inspired.
0: Inspired by... Which does not mean again, but I'm reiterating it because I had to reiterate it for myself. This mm-hmm. does not mean that these songs were written about these by these people about Hannah Montana. No. Because most of them have appeared in other places.
1: Yes. So these are just I guess when Disney executives are like, Okay, we need about like five more songs in order to fill an album requirement. What are songs when you think of Hannah Montana? Um, what are songs we can put on here? That's what this kind of means. One of these makes sense for that. So we're going to go <laughs> the through <rest> them <laughs> because this is maybe the only time we'll ever talk about these songs. Um, and we'll have to make our judgment if this fits in, if you were inspired, if this song inspired you, Hand Montana, the show, or whatever. So the first one is Pop Princess by The Click Five. The transition
0: from This Is The Life into this song is so jarring. Oh, you mean that? <laughs> Yow!
1: <laughs> it's scary. Um, this I te- song
0: is off of their 2005 album called Greetings From Emery House, which mm-hmm. is what um, their famous songs Just The Girl and Catch Your are also on. IGN gave this album a 0.2 out of 10 Ouch. and called it Unbearable.
1: Ouch! <laughs> All right, it- the click five. I disagree. Yeah. Okay. I may have talked about this before, um, but, um, my sixth grade talent show, uh, Mm -hmm. the second round, I had to come up with another karaoke song, um, because I couldn't sing the one I sang previously, which
0: was, which was started
1: something new by high school musical. Um, I kicked, I kicked its butt. I got round. I got, and I got invited back to round two, which was the next week in the final round. Um, so, my mom and sister helped me pick a new karaoke song, and one of the um, finalists, the fi- final decision was between one song and another song, and one of them was Just a Girl by Click Five. So, nice. I was this close to singing Just a Girl by Click Five, but I did not.
0: What'd you sing instead? I sang
1: Me and My Gang by Rascal Flatts. Oh, my God. So very different things... <laughs> Um. So whenever I think of the Click Five, fly fi- the Click Five guys, I think of um, my talent show. <laughs> the
0: Click Five guys burgers and fries.
1: <laughs> the Click Five guys burgers and fries. Pop Princess. I text before we recorded. I texted Becca. I said, "Okay, let me listen to Pop Princess one more time." It got of my head. I like.
0: I like. I liked
1: it. I mean, I
0: like other songs from this. I like. I really love Just the Girl. I really love Catcher Wave. So it's no surprise that I like this. I just. I'm imagining this song as like a. A meet and greet gone awry because it's the lyrics are very crazy fan being like oh pop princess i need you like come be near me freak is- me out turn me inside out
1: yeah it is kind of like who in the disney executive board was like click five these must have be songs that were on radio disney
0: they i they definitely were
1: so they're just like what's what's popping do you think this fit one it does not fit with it's just like these other, these songs don't, these songs that are inspired by. Um, this
0: sa- The sound doesn't fit. I think the theming does. The themes.
1: Uh, but it's just very, I don't know. It's jarring. It's, yeah. It was
0: jarring. And this song is
1: also almost five minutes long. It's very short album. And the
0: song, though, is also, this song is like four minutes and 54 seconds. Yeah.
1: So, Pop Princess, could you imagine, like, I don't know. It feels too like edgy for Hannah Montana.
0: I know. I um. I was looking at the lyrics and I was like, "Oh, yeah." That's just not what I expected. I guess.
1: But I, I think I like I, the song. I honestly, though. think I it do just, like the song. They picked it because the title says "Pop Princess." Hot. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only reason.
0: <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we forgot the rest of the track list. Quick,
1: we need something that says pop. Pop music. This one." You have to convince me how this made on the album. The next I can't. one. can't. This one is She's No You by Jesse McCartney.
0: My only justification is that it's one of the best songs of all time. That's okay. all I can give you. That's um, great. Other than that,
1: who I
0: don't know. Because I don't know how the lyrics of this song would apply. Because Unless She's No You is like, he's dating... Miley and is saying that Hannah's no you or something like yeah
1: it's a love song so who what was inspired by this this is random
0: they were probably just like well we
1: want him on the show at some point yeah I mean he was on end sweet life so they had he's hot right now it just doesn't I feel like a love song doesn't I don't know I feel like that was way that's weird yeah it's a great song Of course. Um, But I think for the Hannah Montana audience, I feel like it's random to have a love song. It
0: is. I have just been filled with
1: a mighty need to listen to that song as soon as we're done recording. (laughs) Well, you know where to find it. (laughs) I do. Jesse McCartney, the guy who's like, I was a Disney star.
0: I really think like Mm. the other four artists that they put on this album were just basically radio disney buzzwords at the time oh, oh yeah so that's what i'm guessing because yeah, yeah, the next sure. one
1: is your faves oh.
0: your favorite band
1: they keep every time we do an album review <laughs> especially one that was that came out via walt disney records they, they always
0: eat, they
1: weasel their way into here
0: ever live
1: ever live ever live get out of the my song life it's
0: called find yourself in you um I had never heard it before. I think it was only released as a single and, quote, found prominent rotation nationwide on Radio Disney. So that's why it's
1: here. I mean, I think how is inspired by Hannah Montana. I think having confidence in yourself. Um, I guess.
0: The whole song is written like a valedictorian speech that wasn't prepared very well.
1: Yeah, you know that song like uh, by High C, like as we go on. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe this would play at something. That's like this that. song for like, like the 2015. Yeah, this crowd. is after this is after they throw their hats in the air.
0: This is for the middle school graduation. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah, no yeah. mistake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I again, it's I, Go Figure light. Yes.
0: That's what it is. It's I mean, as much as I do defend Everlife and I will defend them every time just because they released Go Figure. Mhm. All of their songs sound the exact same
1: yeah (laughs) there's
0: no telling on this appear did this this appear on
1: their on their album it
0: did appear on their album of course (laughs) which was essentially just a compilation album at at that point oh i'm
1: looking at their album right now i'm I'm getting heated (laughs) why like because they put the freaking phil collins song on their album they
0: had to what else did they have
1: like be original please
0: Everlife never made music of their own accord. They just waited for Disney's call.
1: They really did. And that album is proof. They're lucky they're on the Hannah Montana album. they you know kind who of else is lucky to be on the Hannah Montana album after weaseling their
0: way onto the other top 10 hit from 2006? is
1: B5. They are My worst enemies. <laughs> so you were wondering that you said, well, high school music, because I said Hannah Montana became the best-selling uh, soundtrack of all time, TV soundtrack, mm-hmm. whatever. So to dethrone it was obviously... With High school me musical. High school musical, of course. Um, so B5 is now a part of history yes. as artists who are on the top two albums of all time. they're doing
0: West. a cover of Shining Star by Earth Wind and Fire, but um, this is actually because like, it basically doesn't change very much about the original song, I was more okay with it, but twice through the song, they're like, It's B5, I'm like, I know.
1: Well, you are already told me <laughs> they have to remind people. Don't forget, don't no, forget. I, I B five again, counting their blessings. They sh- they're on this album.
0: They have five blessings. B five <laughs> blessings. It, five.
1: They better be. Ble- they're be blessed.
0: They're also like right before the song actually starts. It sounds like somebody is like.
1: Ah! I know.
0: <laughs>
1: what? I, I I I'm agreeing with you. Uh,
0: no, I know. I know. I'm
1: just saying, yeah. like, oh. what? Not B5 confusing us.
0: What happened in the recording booth?
1: They love to put their little spin. I
0: know. Have we already
1: covered Who's Afraid of Big Bang Wolf? We have. Unfortunately, we have. Why do these people keep seeping through?
0: Because that was, I think that was on
1: Disney Mania 4, which was the ones where we were just losing our mind as the... B5. As the went on. The, the way B5 remixes things, they should be held for their crimes. <laughs> Someone needs to... I'm going to sue them. Their Get Your Head in the game. Remix is example number one. Like, how did Kenny approve that? Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. <laughs> what do you, Kenny? You, who do we blame? About who do we blame? We have, we have. <laughs> who, who do we blame? Who do we blame? Five. Who do we blame? Five. I have to blame somebody, and I'm not blaming Miley Cyrus. <laughs> it's she, you know the she. Fault. Had, you know she had no. She had no control over this.
0: At least it's mercifully short. Because yes. I feel like some B5 songs have gone on. Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf was only like
1: two minutes. But I feel like the Get Your Head in the Game remix goes on for a while. This one was over pretty quickly. Why did D- Disney loved to make... Disney tried their hardest to make B5 and Everlife a thing. Well, Everlife,
0: can They're boring.
1: Everlife got a little bit farther <laughs> than B5, but...
0: They did. Because Everlife had go figure. Yeah. And what did B5 have? A
1: wolf. A <laughs> wolf. Next? <laughs> Next. Well, I'm glad we we're going to talk about this song. This, this song, song
0: is so funny.
1: This song, every father daughter dance, every first dance with that mm. bride, mm-hmm. this needs to be in your rotation.
0: They are not doing it to this song. So, mm. this is I Learn From You by Miley Cyrus and Billy Ray Cyrus. This song is obviously written by a dad who is so ready for his child to be like, you know what, daddy, you were right about that thing you said to me. <laughs> Because you can tell that, like, 12-year-old Miley singing these lyrics back to him does not believe
1: what she is being told to say. Well, this is obviously... (laughs) This is written by Matthew Jared, and he's written so many songs that we know and love. Like what? Oh. um, Should I just stick to Miley Cyrus, or should I, you know... Basically, (laughs) he was on the pulse with every Disney artist. Wow. So, with Hannah Montana, he wrote Best of Both Worlds, Nobody's Perfect, Lies What You Make It. What? He wrote the following high school musical songs. Co-wrote. Are you ready? Stop. Are you ready? Do you want me to tell you? Yes. We're all in this together. Oh. Um, what time is it? Uh, all for One, I Don't Dance, Start as Something New, Now or Never, I Want It All, A Night to Remember, The Boys Are Back, High School Musical, and I Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Um, should and he I? he wrote this? Um. He also wrote The Party Just Begun uh, by the Cheetah Girls. He wrote... Uh, <laughs>
0: so why was he asleep when he wrote this song? <laughs> he
1: wrote Why Not by Hilary Duff. He wrote... Um, who will I be? Camp Rock. What else we got on here? My
0: eyes are gonna pop out of my skull.
1: Um, <laughs> you
0: have to stop.
1: Well, should I top it off with he wrote uh, co wrote Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson?
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh well,
1: I think hold hold your eyes because he co wrote This Is My Time by stop. the one, the only Raven. Stop! stop. So don't you dare. Say, this guy can't write. I'm not. He wrote your childhood.
0: I, I just, this song is very like a 12-year-old daughter being like, you were right, daddy. Yeah. And the dad being like, I know. And it just, like, I don't know. Also,
1: when Billy Ray hits the mic, <laughs> he sounds like he is knocking on us <laughs> door. And I know- He at
0: sounds so weird.
1: And I know he's he's young now. So he's probably like in his- late 30s 40s i don't yeah, know like, how old what he is. was he doing he's literally was like y'all have to go back and listen to this he goes we always don't agree <laughs> y'all what is the best way
0: he sounded very um like contemporary music worship leader i don't know if oh, that's what he was trying to do ha-
1: for oh my bible's open my hands are waving in the air for this <laughs> Stop. song oh yeah <laughs> love's like a hurricane i'm a tree has nothing on this song
0: you get out of here. Don't don't you slander how he loves like that. Um, that was like the only CCM song that I ever was like really, really into. Oh sorry. Um The trauma, the trauma <laughs> <laughs> It's crashing back to me.
1: Um Well Miley Cyrus and Billy Ray are having a yelling a yell off at the end of the song.
0: Oh yeah. They're like, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Better than Butterfly Fly Away. No. So we have three father-daughter duets. Actually, there's four in the Hannah Montana canon. There's this song, there's Ready Set, Don't Go, there's Butterfly Fly Away. And then from season four, there's Love That Let's Go. Billy the...
0: Ray did a lot of sappy duets with her just to unfollow her on Instagram.
1: Well. They need it We we need a fifth one. Maybe this will be the year. Fire and
0: Rose. <laughs> We
1: don't talk. like you know like um Fire and Rain by um James Taylor. Yeah. You see fire and I see rose.
0: <laughs> I Or that Cam Brock one. We're like
1: Fire uh, yeah. and Rose. I remember listening to this song on repeat. You're sick. Cough cough. <laughs> I like it. I it's very melodramatic. It's very I've sappy. Never,
0: I've never been one for the Daddy Donna duets. I just can't.
1: What's your favorite Miley Cyrus duet? With like, John Tra- duet? With John Travolta.
0: Shut your yap. My that favorite one. Miley Cyrus duet is We Are the Party With Us with the Jonas Brothers. With Jonas,
1: Okay. So it's time to rank the Hannah Montana songs. It is. It is. I'll let you go first.
0: Okay. Worst to best? Of course. Okay. At the bottom, I have Just Like You. Mm-hmm. Then I have Who Said. Wow. The Other Side of Me. Okay. Pumping Up the Party. If We Were a Movie, coming in at number four. Okay. I've Got Nerve, number three. This Is the Life, number two. And Best of Both Worlds at number one.
1: Ooh. Ooh. All right. For this album, of course. Of course. We're only talking about season one of Hannah Montana songs. All right. So... Bottom of the pack for me. I'll have to say, pumping up the party. I have to. I have to. I'm sorry. Dang. Next, I'm gonna say, um, this is the life. <gasps> I really? Li- I mean, yeah. Then wow. just then, just like you. <laughs> then, uh, I got nerve. <gasps> Then, if we were a movie, okay, and so I think now I'm at my top three, right? Um, I think so. then I have to say, oh gosh, I'm gonna say, um, 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 the other side of me who said, and I feel like it's sacrilegious if I don't say the best of both worlds at the top.
0: The way that your two and three and my two and three were in complete opposite positions on the other person's list, but we both made it to best of both
1: worlds. Right. At the top.
0: That's I'm, truly the best of both worlds. Yeah,
1: yeah. It truly is. I mean, like, I feel like it is sacrilegious. <laughs> like, I want message us if you think best of both worlds is the weakest song from the original Hannah Montana soundtrack, and I wanna know your reasons.
0: I would be shocked. I mean message us if it's anything other than number one. How about that?
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
0: I don't think the people have that little taste, to say it's the worst. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. Well, before we get to our lesson, the Disney Channel lesson day, any closing thoughts about um, the journey that Miley Cyrus started as Hannah Montana putting out an album. Putting at out an album. The, the ripe old um, age of 13. And the effects it had on yeah. the Disney Channel canon.
0: And by the time this episode is out, she'll be putting out an album at the ripe age of 30. And,
1: and right back on Disney. I know. Very full circle. It's
0: wild um, that we've come full circle. Like you said, I mean, some of these songs are like cute and fun now because especially like looking back on where she started to where she is. um, A lot of them don't really hold up outside of the context of the show Mm -hmm. or even like the time period. And the the Inspired By tracks are all head scratchers yeah, um, and all products of the time. But this is a great little like nostalgia capsule of an album.
1: Yeah, I'll say, like, out of all the Hannah Montana songs, I think these are the weakest out of the lore well, yeah. that is Hannah Montana. Um Because I think they're just kind of like, let's see what this kid can do. Let's put a wig on her, put a mic in her hand, and let's see what she can do. And then, lo and behold, they struck gold, and they said, let's keep this party train going, and that's when she went on tour and all that stuff. I feel like Best
0: of Both Worlds is also the best because it's the most indicative of, like, the way that the Hannah Montana sound was going to start to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very energetic. You got a little bit of twang in there.
0: Yeah, but, like, guitar, drums, like... Yeah.
1: Like, even, like, the like, very... um, Like, those Hannah Montana ad-libs. Yeah. Um, Classic. And so it's... You kind of get strapped in and you're like we're on the hannah montana train all aboard all aboard the hannah montana train a choo 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 don't you mean oh i
0: guess i do
1: i guess you do <laughs> all right so what is the disney channel lesson we learned today
0: the disney channel lesson that i learned today is that if you don't have enough songs to make a full album an ep is okay
1: an ep is okay um My Disney Channel lesson is if, and this is my lesson for in the universe of the Hannah Montana show. Uh If you're a pop star and putting out an album and you have a secret life, make sure half your songs aren't about living a double life (laughs) because people can, you know, get suspicious. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's only for people who are living a double life and who are pop stars, so.
0: More of He I'm just warning you out
1: there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm out to you. I'm out to you. Um, like anybody could get away with that shit in the age of social media. Not a chance. Right. right. Um, Miley would be out the door one day as Hannah Montana and the cover would be blown.
1: She'd be like, oh, guess.
0: Especially guess. as loudly as they talk about it uh, I know. literally everywhere. I know.
1: Um, so, Becca, if people want to know um, how you pump up the party- Where can they find you?
0: You can get up and get loud and pump up the party now on my Instagram and Twitter at heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, TikTok at Becca's Records, YouTube at Becca Stogner, or check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, if you want to hear a little bit more about that uh, Christian contemporary music trauma
1: I was oh. referencing earlier.
0: <laughs> it's a good time. We are YGSSG podcast on the social medias.
1: Um, and if you want to keep up to date, oh, or just follow me on social media, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram and H Cameron Martin on Twitter. But if you want to keep up to date on this podcast, we're on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Just type in the Time Outstream podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, If you leave a review, we'll shout you out and read your review on another episode. Uh, Give us five stars on Spotify if you don't mind. Um, uh, DM us. Uh, Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. We want to hear from you. And we love talking to you guys uh, because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it.
0: All right, y'all. Month of Miley continues. Next week we will, of course have our thoughts on endless summer vacation to share mm-hmm. with you, our thoughts on backyard sessions to share with you. And we will also be a little live from New York next week.
1: Right. A little bit and we're we're in our little bangers. I mean, years.
0: Hunter's live from New York all the time, but right. right. next but this week, time we'll
1: both be. In <laughs>
0: In, 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 in a sense in a sense <laughs> alright well until next time we will see you later time travelers always bulk your seatbelts